You're listening to Pull the Thread Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Douglas. I'm a celebrity tailor, a creative entrepreneur, and a wild Mustang tamer. I took a brother home sewing machine. I put it on a $30 Craigslist desk and eventually built a six-figure sewing business that supports a life I love while generating hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue each year. Now, it's hard for me even to wrap my head around those numbers, and it definitely didn't come easy. But if there's anything that I love doing, it's helping others shorten their learning curve. I'm sharing what I've learned about entrepreneurship and business building as it applies to craft-based work and opening up about what I wish I knew when I first started. I'm sharing every tool, trick, and business process I've learned from costuming celebrities, manufacturing clothing, and selling products so that you can stop questioning your skills and start profiting from your work. So you ready? Let's go. Chess is the smartest game of war that's ever been invented. There's only 64 squares and 32 pieces, but the amount of options and moves and choices that you can make and how all of them compound and either work together or against you is mind-boggling. There's this mathematician named Claude Shannon, and he was the father of information theory, and he once calculated that the number of unique games that could be played in chess was like 10 to the 120th power, which is more than the number of atoms to be known in the universe. (laughs) That's an absolutely wild thought to me that a simple coffee table game, I mean, that's where I keep my chess set, (laughs) um, could be just as complex as the amount of atoms in the universe. That's wild. Um, So when I talk about marketing, I like to think of it like playing chess. If you run a business or you have a side hustle, then you probably feel overwhelmed at the simple thought of just how many different moves you can make and how many things you have to get done in order for customers to discover your brand and buy from you. But what if it were actually simpler than all of the number of atoms in the universe? (laughs) See, people don't buy just because you make stuff. The things that you make could be great, but this is not field of dreams. Marketing a small business is hard work, especially when you're competing against the multi-million dollar companies with huge ad budgets. In all of the conversations that I've had with fellow small business owners, especially in the handmade space, the lack of marketing is actually a symptom of failing to understand how to mark your business. And this year has brought about so much perspective, but one thing hasn't changed. I am still baffled at the way that small business owners put all their eggs in one basket and then they expect that frail little basket to do all of the heavy lifting for their brand. But what if you thought of your marketing strategy like it was a chessboard? You heard it here first. I'm going to just call it chessboard marketing because this is how it works in my brain. So this is how I see it. Every piece on the board is a different element of your marketing strategy. But all of those pieces come together to protect the king, which is you. And to play a good game, you need as many pieces as possible. And you could play it 10 to the 120th power. There are so many different combinations and moves to help you win your game. But see, each piece on the board has a different value. A pawn would be like a physical sign outside of your business. It only moves in one direction. It's cheap. It's definitely not going to attract customers unless they actually drive down your street every day. And while it's necessary, 
you can't depend on that thing to bring in customers from more than half a mile away. My sign outside is actually just a tiny laminate sticker on my door because I know the street's value is truly just what I paid for it, (laughs) 20 bucks. Our shop is also on a not busy street in an industrial district. So your mileage is going to vary. Um, So that's not where I'm going to focus my efforts. But a rook, a rook is like a social media. It's amplifying and powerful, but it has a lot of rules about the directions that it can go. And we call those algorithms. While they can cover some serious ground really quick, they also only move on single tracks. They're not dynamic. Their path has to be clear. The bottom line with social media is that you're really not in control of the details. So social media can drive a heck ton of traffic to the products that you make or the services that your business offers. But building a business on those platforms is like building on borrowed land. You don't own it. The almighty they can take away hashtags tomorrow. They can change the algorithm on you. They can shadow ban you. You get the picture. Horses. Horses are like advertising. They're super cool looking and flashy, but they actually present some costly challenges if you don't know how they work. I've lost many games by not paying attention to where my opponent's horses are. They provide zero instant gratification, and they're also sort of like that one-trick pony (laughs) for the small business owner with a limited ad budget. The trick to using a night is to set your limit and economize. If you're running a service-based business, What I mean by that is drop an ad two weeks before your slow season. If you're product-based, in order to get your ads to go anywhere during a holiday season, you actually had to have been eking out ads months in advance. Otherwise, that platform is going to throttle your visibility because these social media platforms are preferring consistent advertisers. So many small business owners in this last holiday shopping season started running ads in late November, not realizing that Facebook and Instagram was prioritizing the advertisers who are constantly spending with them um, and have a, a steady ad budget. So the small businesses that saved their money and they threw it behind November and December ads were not going to see a pop in sales due to ad spend. Um, the ones that spent money year round and then ramped up during the holidays were the ones that were rewarded the best. So you have to be super, super strategic. Now castles, those are like your word of mouth marketing. They are direct AF (laughs) and instant gratification because word of mouth is the most powerful form of marketing that there is. Word of mouth marketing is oxygen to a small business You cannot compete with the Coca-Colas and the East Saint Laurent's and you just can't. And that's okay. You, you know, that's not your specialty. Your specialty is offering your one of a kind service or product. I have relied on word of mouth marketing from the start with my business. Um, I've actually never run ads for the business. I've run ads for products and I've run some ads for, uh, my online course launch last year. Um, but I've, I've run ad campaigns for, um, other businesses that I've worked with in the past. And, um, that kind of helped me learn that foundation. And I always learned that word of mouth was everything. Word of mouth beat out everything. Um, except for one (laughs) final piece on the board that I want to teach you about email, email marketing 
is the queen. She's the lean, hot girl who's going to surprise you by covering the most distance as quickly as possible. And nine times out of ten, she can't be beat by any other piece except a castle, maybe. Email marketing isn't riddled with complexity. More than 80% of humans check their email inbox within five minutes of waking up in the morning. And if you're good at it, email marketing will be the number one way to drive revenue for your business. It can't be blocked by an algorithm. There's nothing distracting the reader and no pop-ups are covering up your calls to action. The people receiving your emails specifically want to be getting those emails. They're excited to open them and to read messages from you. So that's why that's the queen. If you want to win the game, you can win it in a lot of different ways, but you have to play with a full chessboard. If you run a handmade business and you're only playing with a board full of pawns, like signs and logos and business cards, this game is going to end pretty quickly for you. If you choose to invest in the pieces that are worth the wins that they can afford you, then you're going to have a more robust business after this crazy saga of 2020 and coming out of the pandemic. Because for all like these frail small businesses, they put all of their bets on one chess piece. And usually it's a weak one because they're not seeing the whole board. They're fixating on the one thing that they know that they can do rather than learning how the other pieces interact with one another and learning a couple moves. And a strategy is just a combination of different chess moves. So you can't just focus all of your efforts on mastering how to move one piece around the board and then saying a prayer that it works out. Rarely do people win chess games with just one piece. The trick is taking your favorite form of marketing and then repackaging it into different pieces that each of these strategies can implement within their own rules. Does that make sense? Sharing the same post, the same copy, or the same image everywhere is like pretending that all of the different chess pieces play by the same rules. And we both know that's not how you play the game. The better that you get at learning how all of these different pieces work, whether that's social media or email marketing or advertising or word of mouth or signage, um, networking, all of these little things and how they pull together, the better that you learn them, the more strategic that you can get in putting that battle plan together and conquering your board. So I know that was a really short episode for you. I hope it was also sweet. Um, I hope that this shed some light in a new way on marketing for you if you're new to marketing um, and it helps you sort of approach things with a little bit more perspective. If you liked the episode, hop into iTunes and give it a five-star review. Remember, all five stars. That's the only, that's the only button that you can click. Um, and then if you want to comment about the episode or you want me to expound further in a future episode on one of these topics that I talked about today, head over to Instagram. Uh, that's the best place to have a conversation with me. Um, that's username Crystal Douglas, K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-D-O-U-G-L-A-S. Thank you so much for pressing play. It means the world to me that you would let me hop into your earbuds um, and share a little bit of what I've learned in this journey. Uh, and hopefully it's helping you out as well. Until next time.